0: and welcome to episode four of troubled times quarantine talks with callie today's april 23rd 2020 day 38 of quarantine i think 38 sounds about right um let's see what's happened today um today i found out that we're not going back to school and i need to keep doing math online please pray for me um, today I also found out that speech is for sure Z is cancelled. Um, cried about that for probably too long, but what can a girl do? Um, yeah, kind of just like the same old boring news of the day. Oh, it's eleven eleven pm What a time to be alive. So, for today's episode, I thought we would, you know, throw it back to my roots, Last week, my sister and I talked a lot about um, our roots as musicians, I guess, kind of where our journeys started, um, as cliche as that sounds, but I thought we would continue the trend of a little hashtag TBT, because I'm recording this on a Thursday, and we're throwing it back, all the way back to 7th grade, aka I found a folder with all my music from 7th grade. 8th grade, 9th grade, and 10th grade in it, and I, boy oh boy, was an adventure, so I thought we'd just, you know, take a look back at some of my old music that I've played, and marvel in how easy it is, and how hard some of it still is. So the first song is actually quite the special song, because it's the very first song I ever played in 7th grade, it's a piece called Excalibur. Overture for Band by James Swerigen. and I don't remember much about this piece except that I thought it was really cool when I played it and that was the first piece I played in seventh grade so I'm gonna play you guys a little tidbit of it right now Wow, Um, looking at this sheet music that I have, there are uh, no 16th notes, none, which is kind of crazy that you can make a whole song with no 16th notes. There is, however, a coda, which, cool, am I right? Um, Yeah, like I said, I don't really remember much of this piece of music, besides the fact that it was only special to me. Because I felt cool playing it, and it was the first song I played in 7th grade. Junior high band. I believe I was third chair when I played this. In combination of 7th grade and 8th graders. I was in 7th grade. The rest of them were 8th graders. I think I was third chair when I played this. And I don't remember it being too terribly hard, but I don't remember it being a walk in the park either. Um. Yeah that's Excalibur so the next piece of music I have very vivid memories of it's a piece entitled Joy however I that's the last emotion I felt playing this because I hated this piece of music um here we got into some 16th notes but I'm just gonna play it for you guys and see if you can maybe guess why I hated this piece so much So I don't know if you heard it at the beginning there, but there was a musical component entitled thirds. It's where you play, you skip a note in between every note you play. So like B to D, C to E, D to F, that kind of situation. And my, I think I was in seventh grade also when I played this song, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think I was seventh grade too, could not figure it out. Just every single lesson I would just, like my brain couldn't comprehend skipping notes for some reason I just remember that being like the hardest possible thing for me to comprehend and couldn't figure it out I don't remember if I ever figured it out because I used to do this really fun thing when I was a child in band and that was if I couldn't figure something out I would just not play it um I I think this was in seventh grade and I think this was one of the songs that I just couldn't figure out and then just didn't play. I think that's the situation with that. But yeah, that was Joy by Frank... oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher this... Ticelli, I think. Um, And yeah, I also think that was in seventh grade. Moving right along, um, going in chronological order, the next piece of music I pulled out was just really a doozy. We went from maybe a 16th note here or there to craziness everywhere um the piece of music I'm talking about is one that I can't find a recording of because it does exist um I'm talking about our marching band music from 2017 I was a seventh grader first year in marching band um terrified as heck because there were a bunch of older people telling me what to do And I think that kind of scarred me for life in regards to marching band, but we're getting over it. Everything's going to be fine. Um, This piece of music was composed by my band director, I'm 99% sure. And we played highlights from La La Land, which I didn't appreciate at the time, because I didn't even know what La La Land was. I was a very naive 7th grader, and you know... We played Another Day of Sun, and I didn't even, like, know the words. I didn't even sing along. That baffles me that I could have done that. This piece of music I remember being extremely hard, um, probably because it was made to accommodate, like, the both the seniors of the marching band as well as the 7th graders and those in between. But yeah, I remember this being a major strug and... Hard to memorize, and hard to play, and hard to march, and all of the things. Um, It was fast, too. Eighth note equals 124. No, quarter note equals 124. I can read. I am a musician. I know what I'm talking about. Just kidding, I don't. Um, And it was fast, and it was hard, and it was all of the above. Um, I remember specifically the end, there's like a five-note kind of run thing, like if yeah, I've heard Another Day of Sun from La, La, La and It ends with a, like, da 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 And I could never play that, but I was always in awe of the people who could. And I was looked up to them and I was like, one day. One day I will be able to play four eighth notes and a quarter note at that tempo. One day. And we've reached that day, ladies and gents. I'm confident I could play that if I ever wanted to. Again. Our next piece of music has some fun stories that go along with it. I remember this piece of music a lot. Um, It was the first piece of music that I remember forgetting. Like, the way I learn how to play music, I guess when I like sight read something, is I have someone else read me, or not read me, say the melody or how it sounds, and then I remember that, and that's how I play it. This piece, however... Like, every day was sight-reading it. I could not remember for the life of me what this piece sounded like. And that was one of the struggles. Um, Here's a little section of it. I couldn't find a professional recording, so you're just going to have to deal with the Quabbin Valley Music Festival junior high band playing it. So it goes on like that for kind of a long time, um, but then at the end, there's something just really nifty about the way this piece ends. Okay, maybe it's just me, but this band sounds um, not good, so we're going to end it there with listening to them play. Um, but hopefully you caught on at the end of this song, we like play that really old I don't know the name of it song that you sing at New Year's, and story time, I remember playing this well, sight reading it at my band lesson, for the first time, and my director asking me if I recognized that song from anywhere, and I thought about it for a long time, and I was like, it's on the tip of my tongue, I know where that song is from.' And then it hit me, that's the song that they sing in a new year, Charlie Brown New Year, they sing that song. I was like, that's where it's from. Like, I that's where it's from. Little did I know that that's not where it's from. It's actually a pretty popular old song you sing all the time at New Year's. So you learn something new every day. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, but I believe I was in eighth grade when I played this. I'm like 90% sure. It was in 8th grade when we played this Highland Echoes by Larry Dane, I think. Um, This is one of my favorite pieces I remember in 8th grade because it had, like, slow parts and then fast parts. And also, I could- Very cool. Um, This next piece, I believe we played it in 7th grade. The memories I have associated with it are from 7th grade- but for some reason, I also think we played it in, like, ninth grade and 8th grade. Um, it's The Great Locomotive Chase by Robert W. Smith. Um, there was a really nifty solo in this piece that I didn't get to play, but the it went to the person whose chair was ahead of me, and she got to play it. But a couple times, like two, three, four times, I got to play it when she was not at school that day, and it was super fun. But so here is the Great Locomotive Chase, a little section of it. memory I have associated with this song was it was the first song that we had to like make noise with our mouths during not our instruments like our mouths and I remember being like not gonna do that like I was like good for you not for me not gonna do that and that began a long running streak of me not making noise with my mouths to band songs so or clapping don't clap think it's weird um The next song I have is another Irish tune, uh, Irish-Scottish, it's The Irish Baker by Robert Longfield, and I remember practicing this song constantly, because I always wanted to be really good at something in band, like, I wanted to be, like, the best at one of the songs, and I was like, well, it's gonna be this one, I subconsciously chose this as a song that I wanted to be like the best step um here's a little section of it Slow like that for a while but it does pick up tempo around like here ish I'm guessing there. And then it goes on like that for some time. Uh, Another memory I have of this song is, well, to preface, fun fact about me, (laughs) I have a really hard time reading anything, like any note on the staff below like a third line B. Anything below that is like a massive struggle. And there's like four-ish measures in this song towards the end where all of those notes are below... Third line B and it took me so long to remember to like get it in my brain muscle memory visual memory of like what those notes were and how to play them and when I finally got it down my band director told us to move it up an octave because you he couldn't hear us um which was frustrating but like whatever I eventually can kind of read those notes now um And I I liked that song. It was fun because I was able to play it, but at the same time I liked, again, the slow parts and the fast parts and the feeling cool when you know how to play it. Another song that I didn't realize also has like a Scottish-Irish kind of situation is um, Highlights from Brave. We played this this my eighth grade year again. And it was the first song that I ever had a solo in that we ever played, and I was stoked. Like, I was so excited to play this solo. Um, This song, we were going to be playing at one of our bigger concerts, one of our bigger concerts, our bigger concert of the year. And I was so, so, so excited to play it in front of everybody in the entire gym and have them all hear my incredible flute-playing abilities. Um, Here is that solo one second How cool would that have been to play that solo in front of everybody? I was so excited, but of course, all the things have to come to an end the day before the concert. I think um my solo got turned into like a triplet solo with the three other people in the front row because we were in the gym, and one gym against one flute is a horrible mashup. You could not hear me. So we turned my solo into like a triplet solo, and I was very upset, but eventually got over it. And I ended up really liking this song. Um, I want to go back and play it because it was literally so much fun. Um, it gets faster towards like this area of it, and it sounds so cool. I've never seen Brave. Uh, maybe I should do that during quarantine. There's a lot of Disney movies I just haven't seen and we have Disney Plus, so maybe that's what I'll do during quarantine is just watch Brave. Um but I do love the music from it. Um I'm kinda realizing I have like an affinity to Scottish Irish music. I Scottish Irish music. Um, but I really like the way it sounded and I love playing Disney music, so That was a really fun piece to play. Another piece I remember playing was Bayou Breakdown. I believe we played this in ninth grade. Ninth grade for me. So last year we played this song. And I remember everybody loving it. And me being bored of it in like five seconds. Because it is a very repetitive song. And which means it was really easy to get in everyone's head. Like everyone in the band kind of has it memorized. Um... But for me, I just got so bored of it so quickly. And then when people would randomly start playing it five months later, I'd be like, Stop playing that right now! Um, Here's a little tidbit of that. very louisiana bayou-esque hence the name and very repetitive and it was fun for about like a week and a half and then it got a little boring the final piece i'm going to be talking about today is a recent piece we played it at the end of my ninth grade year um kind of just has like a piece at the end of the year to play with we didn't have a concert uh left to practice for so we just kind of played random stuff. I remember being handed this piece of music and being appalled at how long it was. It was six pages long, and there was a repeat of, like, the first two and a half pages. And I was like, no way, Jose, Is I'm never going to... That's going to destroy me. Like, it's so long. And I didn't have a lot of rests in it. Like, I was pretty much kind of playing kind of the whole time. Um, and it's not easy, the piece I'm referring to is March Slav by Ty, oh, I'm going to butcher this, Tychovsky. Tychovsky. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. Um, it's long. I remember, so i was third chair when we played this. Um, wait, go back. We played at the end of ninth grade and then we played it um, in the beginning of 10th grade. So, it kind of, like, carried over, and then we played it at the end of December at a winter concert. So, backtrack to what I was saying. This piece, the way I sat, there was, like, two people ahead of me and two people... I was kind of, like, in the middle, so there were... In my chair was there were two people ahead of me, me, and then two people behind me in the area. So, like, the two people on my right shared music and the two people on my left shared music. So, I was kind of left to figure out how to handle six pieces of music by myself um I ended up developing a system of like complex tape and folding to be able to make in all my entrances and I only ever missed like I think a half note for flipping paper which I think is pretty cool this song this song was cool until I realized how to play it all and then it just became like nails on a chalkboard every time we had to play it because it is so long and you do repeat like the first two and a half pages so that gets repetitive and annoying and also it's just six pages long and that can get really annoying. Here's a little section of it. of has that like already kind of sounds like nails on a chalkboard vibe and then add on playing it for like seven months now that's a lot yeah like five months and it being six pages long and just all of the factors kind of made it every time I saw it on the whiteboard we were playing out the day I was like no and I'm sure a lot of people also felt the same way about that song um but it was kind of the first piece of like actual music that I played um which was kind of fun to kind of delve into that realm of like actual flute music actual band music like well-known composers and kind of it was interesting I liked the experience not so much playing the song but that is where I'm gonna end the episode for today um I hope you guys enjoyed delving with me into my old music and reminiscing about the good old days when I didn't have to play any 16th notes in a piece of music and a little fun fact Excalibur the first piece I mentioned was one page long and the last piece I mentioned was if you count the coda, like eight pages long which is mind-boggling um but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Troubled Times Quarantine Talks with Callie Um, yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying your quarantine and I'll see you next week.